Welcome to a new episode of Business Pills, part of the Digital Business Models podcast offered by the 4-Week MBA. On 4-Week MBA, uh, we try to analyze all the business models uh, of any company in different industries, but we focus a lot on digital business models, digital uh, business strategy, and digital entrepreneurship. Now, uh, with Business Pills, with this format, uh, we try to answer uh, to, uh, single, to a single topic or single question that uh, is either something which is important right now or um, we think is going to be important in the future. Uh, recently, a uh, company called Grammarly, which is a company that, uh, as you can uh, suppose from the, from the name, actually uh, corrects uh, grammar uh, mistakes by actually leveraging on, on AI in the form of natural language processing to analyze the text as you write and giving you back suggestion on how to correct the, 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 the writing process. It's very interesting, the story of Grammarly, uh, for, for many reasons. Uh, first, because... Um, let, let's allay, allay take a couple of reasons. Uh, first, it's because uh, the company actually started as, as a, um, um, you know, a company that uh, wanted to, to um, enable people to, uh, to check uh, you know, for, for uh, plagiarism. Uh, so they, they really tried to uh, look at, um, you know, the, the use, the, the AI power in a way to uh, actually understand whether uh, the, the text on the web were copied from uh, somewhere else. So it was really uh, used in the, probably in the academic uh, world, because as you can imagine, before you post anything with, with, uh, within a um, university course or anything, you actually had to make sure that you checked the sources. And so the, the plagiarism checker, it's something that was very useful. And so, um, this is still a core a functionality of the software, but then the software goes way behind that because, again, it entered the, the corporate space. Uh, uh, and you know, uh, right now, many people use uh, Grammarly uh, because they, they they want to uh, integrate uh, this this software within uh, within uh, their their uh, daily uh, use of uh, daily writing process, uh, be it uh, in, in uh, emails or like be it in uh, in writing an article or anything else. So um, the question is. Um, Normally, uh, as uh, it went through a last round of investing and as the company actually was uh, bootstrapped for most of its uh, uh, history, uh, so bootstrap means that, of course, the company was able to grow um, through the, the process of acquiring uh, customers uh, and the company leveraged uh, pretty much uh, on, on, a, on a freemium model. Indeed, uh, the, the tool, the Grammarly free tool, is still available like as a Chrome extension or as, a, as a, you know, a, an, a, an app on, on Microsoft or on the Mac or, you know, there, there are different sorts of app, apps that you can use for free uh, related to, to gra- Grammarly. And then, of course, if you want more, uh, there is the, the, the paid uh, version. So the company has been bootstrapped for, for most of it history and then it got you know uh, last round of uh, in investments that uh, placed uh, um, a tag so a dollar amount uh, evaluation of the company around a billion dollars which you know we can call it now a term that in the startup world is so much loved which is a unicorn so the company is passed or actually is passing the billion dollar mark so whether or not uh, the way we want to call it it doesn't matter I think Grammarly is an interesting company uh, because again it was bootstrapped uh, it was actually it started with a, with a very simple mission and then it evolved over the years another question is uh, will a company like that be able to survive where uh, many other tech giants like Google are actually moving in the space of, uh, of uh, enabling uh, natural language processing, so AI, to actually uh, do and assist users to, to do many things. And of course, how will a company like that survive in a, in a place where machines will start to, to write? 
so of course grammar is going to evolve uh, as well as uh, we will go through those times but one key element of the Grammarly business strategy is the fact as also the uh, CEO of the company has highlighted in uh, one of the latest interviews with, with TechCrunch um, is the fact that the, the Grammarly is a platform agnostic uh, you know uh, as a platform agnostic approach which means that the, the, the company doesn't want to be just in one place and it doesn't have to be just like for instance companies like Google Google does, uh, doesn't have interest in being in other places other than Google products. Grammarly instead has interest in being anywhere the, the, the customer is, anywhere the user is. And so uh, this is a very important uh, key uh, element to understand because when a tech giant is coming uh, at you, uh, one thing that you need to do is to have a very clear uh, value proposition and in this way you need to really go where uh, the tech giant cannot go. And someone, a company like Google cannot go in uh, all the products that people use uh, just because uh, of course uh, it's, it doesn't have interest. Of course if uh, we imagine the case in which Google products will become so uh, dominant that uh, also the, the fact that Google will place its AI within its products uh, it can actually jeopardize the long-term strategy of Grammarly but uh, if we look uh, at it, uh, you know, from, from a different standpoint where uh, there will be always different products that people will be using, then Grammarly uh, is, uh, is safe, or at least we can think uh, it's safe uh, going uh, forward in the, in the coming years. But of course, uh, it's, uh, we, we, can, uh, we, we cannot know because we don't know whether, for instance, uh, Google products will actually become uh, the, the, um, um, you know, the, the most used products uh, and then Google is going to be able to place its AI within those products and then it's going to make it very hard for companies like Grammarly to, to compete. So this, uh, this is a scenario that um, you know, a company like Grammarly has to take into account going forward. Of course, it's not something that is going to happen in one, two years, but it might happen in five, ten years. So it's something that you want to take into account as you're building a company that is going to stick around for, for years to come. And of course, uh, we might also uh, look at, uh, uh, you know, at, at a place where Google might offer uh, to acquire a company like Grammarly uh, if it makes it easier for Google to actually um, introduce or actually leverage on an existing products to make it possible uh, to, to, you know, to be um, uh, on other platforms but again it doesn't make too much sense because uh, Google wants to keep its AI within its products so that it has control and that's uh, the, the whole business process. Um, on the other end um, again Grammarly is very much focused on uh, having a platform agnostic strategy which means that the company keeps leveraging on its uh, freemium offering and uh, where uh, it has very wide uh, funnel at the beginning where it gets many, many people and then it is able to convert them through prompts and automatic prompts as, as um, paying customers. And of course, um, the, the company also have a sales force and marketing force, which is able to tap into this uh, very wide marketing funnel and bring them in as, as, a, as a customers. Uh, I think uh, one key element that we need to understand for Grammarly also for the future is also about the fact that when you're running a business model that is relevant today because many people are still writing we can imagine things to change in the future especially when AI is going to start writing for, for humans and you know if uh, the AI starts writing for human uh, humans uh, the question that you know uh, it comes to mind is um, will, will a tool like that be still uh, useful and it's very hard to find an answer because we don't know how it's going to evolve and whether the AI is going to be able to, to, to write. Uh, we, we can imagine that one thing that the AI is going to be uh, good at is actually writing in a, in a, in a, gram, a grammatical uh, matter. I mean, those are a set of rules which might be predefined. And once we give them, probably it might be easy. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really an AI expert. I can imagine that. Uh, on the other side, 
Of course, I can imagine that a company uh, as Grammarly is exploring a way for the product to evolve. So uh, thinking of the product in, uh, in the next five, ten years, how it's going to look like, whether uh, you know, the AI is going to uh, write for, for many humans. I'm not saying for everyone, but for many humans and especially for the kind of content that can be written by automatic, uh, you know, by, by, by machines, like thinking of a very like, short-term content or like content which doesn't require too much editorial effort, like uh, summarizations and those kind of things that today are really popular. So transcription summarizations and those kind of things. So um, we don't know. It's very hard to, to predict how it's going to evolve. But I wanted to really go to uh, this company because I think, again, Grammarly is very interesting because it has been bootstrapped for most of its history. And now it went through a venture a capital round. It reached a $1 billion valuation. And... You know, it has a very clear uh, business strategy where uh, the, the, the company uh, is actually as a product which is platform agnostic. And that's what makes it so different from uh, existing tech giants and players like Google. And then that's what is going to actually, uh, the company is going to leverage on as a strategy in the, in the next three, five years to actually try to dominate its space. And that was it. This is another episode of Business Pills, part of the Digital Business Models podcast offered by the Four Week MBA.